Welcome to the American Outlaws Podcast, everybody. It's only been a few weeks since we did our last one. And by a few weeks, I mean 11 months. It's our now biannual podcast, and we're glad you're here with us. I'm uh, your host today. My name's Corey Donahue. Uh, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Long day today for all of us. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute here. Again, I said earlier, my name's Corey Donahue, president of American Outlaws, one of the co-founders. Let me... Uh, Introduce you around the room. Let me tell you what's happening. The bright uh, green room. Yeah, we got to... Oh, we'll get into that, Chris. Don't worry. Uh, Jump in the gun here. <laughs> to my left, uh, we have producer Brunken minding the uh, computer and the monitors and all that stuff. Justin, say hi. Hey, Corey. Hey, Justin's the vice president of American Outlaws. He and I co-founded this thing back in 2007. Uh, come a long way since then. You both look quite a bit older, <laughs> might I add, since those days. That's correct. I look older. I'm just looking at you, and I remember <laughs> that. I think we both look older than we did last summer, honestly. Yeah. And that was not a movie reference, but anyway, so Justin, <laughs> we had some uh, computer problems. We've seen our way through that, and uh, we're forging ahead mightily. Next to Justin is uh, Chris Donahue from AOKC, now a uh, national. Hey. Hi. Oh, thanks for the welcome. <laughs> Feels great. <laughs> Happy to be here. Thanks for uh, all your help all these years, oh, and yeah. we look for the future for uh, Absolutely, Corey. It's great to be here tonight. <laughs> lots of fun events. You'll be seeing Chris at events as you have the last seven years since we've been around. Great job on that. And. Uh, Moving right along, Brian Hexel. Speaking of events, you're going to see this guy at every event because he never misses a game. His name is Brian Hexel. He formerly lived in California. He's now moved to Denver for his uh, day job, but he helps mightily with American Outlaws, as he always has. Brian, say hi. Yo, yo, yo. You look great, though. Thanks. These other two, not so much. <laughs> yeah. You look great. I got these Landon glasses on. Oh. He lives Where did you get those, Brian? Uh, at the Hartford game, his, oh. his send-off game. Okay. He lives in California. He gets a lot of sun out there. He should look good, you know. He doesn't live in California. He was in Denver. We did for a long time. Yeah. That's my point. Okay. But, hey, Denver gets a lot of sun. I look at the statistics of that all the time and wonder why I live in Nebraska. So, <laughs> hey, welcome to your uh, new place. Thank you. How is it going? Oh, it's great. It's Do you great. like the Midwest? Uh, Denver's kind of not It's the a Midwest. Rocky Mountain area. Not considered the Midwest. No. How's the temperature been so far? Uh, it hasn't snowed yet, but it's snowing on Monday, so... <laughs> Ask, call me on Monday and I'll tell you. Okay. How's the Denver uh, chapter bar? You recently switched chapter bars. It'd be interesting. Uh, I, I haven't been there yet. That's pretty bad. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Called out. <laughs> I'm usually at every game, oh, yeah, so it's, it's kind of hard to go. That's about but, um, excuse, I guess. Yeah, but uh, the Denver guys, they really want to meet up and get a, a pint, so yeah, meet up soon with them. Very cool. Great chapter. They did a great job oh. during the hex. That, that game was fantastic other than oh. the, uh, you know, what, 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 I don't remember. What happened in that game? <laughs> I don't remember anything specific. I don't remember, but anyway. Of course, the snow the game was great, Costa Rica is what we're talking about. Uh, I've never switched chapters myself. I don't know what it's like. I've been stuck down at uh, Captain Jack since day one. By stuck, I mean I don't want to leave there. <laughs> I never have. I never will. because you haven't really experienced <laughs> AOKC yet. That's correct. <laughs> Uh, and to my right, Megan Brunken, uh, chapter secretary and treasurer. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? It's <laughs> 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 the double mics. <laughs> so we welcome Megan in. We welcome everybody into the uh, first American Outlaws podcast of 2014, I believe. Oh, did we God. Do what? It's probably Thanksgiving, the last <laughs> one that we did. That's been about a year. No, but it, was it Thanksgiving? Didn't you say December? 
I don't know. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been. Uh, we thank Joey Corbin for being on that podcast. He does a great job every year. Yes. And uh, we hope to have him around this uh, upcoming Christmas because, guys, look at me. We're going to do these podcasts much more often, are we not now? Yes, I agree. So let's set the expectation now. I'm calling it. We can't do that. Bi-monthly <laughs> at the most. Every two months. Every two months. No matter what. Podcast. Yeah. We got to put people through that. Are you guys in? I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Next you one. Here first. Let's cheers it. Cheers. Cheers for these. That means Pepsis. one before the end of before New Year's 2015. That sounds good to me. Um, let's do it. Listen, a big reason of why we're doing that is we've had a long day today, and it's it's a big day for us. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, since day one, we've had American Outlaws in well my basement for. <laughs> Since day one, and uh, I'm very excited today because we are sharing a warehouse space now. We moved all morning. Uh, Brian came in. My brother drove in. We've been literally lifting boxes and moving shelves and computers and whatnot into our new shared warehouse space where we are currently recording. We get to share with uh, another one of the AO co-founders who long since uh, got too busy, and uh, but his name is Ben Cahoon. He's been on this podcast. He's not here right now, but uh, we uh, moved into a warehouse. We're pretty excited about it. Guys, what are it your looks, thoughts? You've been here one time or twice now. I think it's, uh, I think it's uh, you know, awesome that we actually outgrown a basement. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty cool. You know, we're forced to kind of move out because, you know, even your big basement, Corey, we're just so big. <laughs> yep. You can't even handle it. So I mean, just I'm logistically, pretty... it'll be quite a bit easier for for everybody, um, getting the, the mer- memberships out the door, getting your tickets to you quicker and more efficiently, sure. it'll be a it'll be a better thing for everybody. So oh, you guys have no idea. It's carrying boxes into my basement just to carry them out. Yep. Like the night, oh my god, for years and years. Yep. Pretty excited. Uh, it it just makes sense and it's gonna be awesome. I'm pretty I'm uh, pretty pumped. Yep. So we're here at our new warehouse. Uh, Let's talk about really this about cat it. we've been talking about because <laughs> okay, so I, yeah. I feel like we got this warehouse. We've been, we've and been, we talked today. We were watching a football game on TV and we got to talking. We should get a cat in the warehouse. An AO cat. Uh, hashtag AO cat. <laughs> Are we doing that? What's our hashtag gonna be? Have we decided? Yeah, yeah, we'll think about I don't that. Know. Warehouse we'll, cat. We'll have to, we'll have to ask so uh, Farah that question. Immediately, yeah, big cat Farah. AO Tampa chapter head. Yeah. So the best part about getting a cat is naming it, right? Naming the cat. Because otherwise, cats aren't just. Do they make red, white, blue great. cats? <laughs> Megan, make your thoughts. <laughs> nope. She's no thoughts. Uh, but we're if gonna, you had to name a cat tonight, an American what, Outlaws cat, what would you name it? We gotta talk about the cat. That we met in Brazil. Oh, we had a mascot oh yeah, that's in Brazil fair. At our hotel, and we named him Mix Whiskerud. Mix Whiskerud, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I didn't know he had a last name, but I'll allow it. So, yeah. So we would encourage you to tweet at us. What do we want the hashtag to be? Brunken Ao Cat. Yeah. I think a simple AO cat would be uh, would suffice. Fantastic. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'll, in fact, I'll, have a good I'll tweet it right now. An AO uh, cat name. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we've got a few ideas. Megan particularly has taken it to heart. She's got a few ideas. I, I got an idea. Megan, what? how about you chirp in whenever there's a lull in the podcast with one of your ideas. I or when I say More go. than two. <laughs> or, when or when the mic gets put in front of your face. <laughs> Timmy Meower. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy meowed. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Almost as good as Mix 
Whisker. <laughs> you really peaked there. <laughs> peaked too early. Okay. So anyway, guys, uh, it's been it's been a big <laughs> stop doing big that. day, big couple months. Um, <laughs> let's see. We had uh, we, oh, we got lots of topics. It's been a big year for U.S. soccer, no doubt about it. Biggest of all things, obviously, we have not <laughs> talked on mic since Brazil. Yeah. Um, I think our last podcast was in late December 2014. We had qualified, obviously. We had got our draw, I believe. Or was it Thanksgiving and we did not yet have our draw? No, draw was in December. So right, we but had we recorded a podcast since then? To talk I don't about know. Draw? I don't think we have. Well, guys, we were in the group of death if you missed the World <laughs> Cup. <laughs> uh, Ghana. We had a oh, tough, tough group. They've been our nemesis. Brazil. Did not turn out... I don't know if I wanted to call it the group of death afterwards. Do you think Portugal lived up to the hype, Chris? I'm jumping way ahead. Maybe we could work our way up to that. No. Let's talk about, let's work our way up to that. The lead up to Brazil. I've never been so stressed out in my entire life. I know Justin and Megan, we've, I'd say we lost a decade of our life. (laughs) Wouldn't you say? It's a fair, it's a fair judgment right there. Half my head has gray hair now. (laughs) It used to just be like one tenth. Anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, American Atlas put together a World Cup package to Brazil. We had 530, 540 of our closest AO friends on that trip. Who were fantastic throughout, by the way. This is what... Bless them. I was so stressed at that time, but the people that we went with were fucking unbelievable. Like, just... The nicest people and Went hung out it. and, you know, had a, t- had a great time yep. for the most part. Made the and, best of it. Oh, it was just, I wouldn't have done it with other people. It was just, it was awesome. Yep. Um, so big thanks to everybody who went on the trip. Hope you had a great time. We uh, got to see the United States play in the World Cup and the group of death and survive it. Spoiler alert. And uh, <laughs> if you missed the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but again, leading into Brazil, a lot of stress, but... Uh, Night before, I want to ask you, Chris Donahue, night before we leave from Houston um, to fly straight to Natal, Brazil, we learn from our fabulous charter company that, uh, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) some sarcasm there, it's okay. Fantastic (laughs) charter company. That's, we, what? Drink that beer while you're doing (laughs) it. Yeah. So we're all sitting in Houston. We're ready to go. Yep. We learned that uh, the plane coming in, plane two, has a, is smaller. Yep. And they had some maintenance issues, supposedly. So we got and, a different uh, plane. We had a smaller plane. We had 14 people who could not go as we had planned. We needed uh, 14 people to take an alternate route. There were no alternate routes that made any sense, but uh, you... Justin, Megan, Brian, you were already on your own crazy route. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> we I had to go to, on my own crazy trip because we already <laughs> thought that the plane was going to be smaller. So who else did we have? We had Dan, Anna, um, Dan uh, Weersma, also uh, AO yeah. national Luke member. Anna, uh, Ashley, wife. and Aaron, and then we had uh, uh, the, the Jimmy. two girls. Yeah, and then we had Jimmy, and uh, who else was on that? Landon and Tyler and Maggie. Yeah. So Maggie. I think that's it. No. Wouldn't it? Uh, what are the two girls' names? Ashley, uh, Ashley and Aaron. Oh, sorry. And Tyler. Uh, you guys think about it. Get back to me, would you? Anyway, these 14 valiant souls. 14 angels is what I call God, it. I, just, 
they deserve every every pat on the back, high five, handshake, hug, kiss. Because because you wait four years for a World Cup. Yeah. They uh, volunteered to get on. Uh, you guys, this is so distracting. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> we got it. What you're doing? Uh, you wait. You wait the amount of time. You get to the World Cup. You you're you're there, and then you basically say. I'm going to let my other 500 friends go to the World Cup, and I'm going to take this alternate route. I'm going to roll the dice and a take, a, take a risk and put and it out there. And they did. And I cannot say enough Where about these go? people. Where all did you okay. go? All the places you went. All the places. So we let them go another night to Houston. Or we let them go. We got another night in Houston. We leave the next morning. We're going to go to Trinidad and Tobago. Um, okay, let's go. Giddy up. Hop on a plane, go to Trinidad and Tobago. Flight was perfect. Get to TNT. Um, couldn't really figure out where we were gonna go from there, but we made it. All had it. Everybody's still in great spirits. Had a pint in the airport. Um, in, Trinidad, in Trinidad. In Trinidad, um, which was a, an experience, but it was incredible. Everybody had a smile on their face. It was Things great. were still going okay at that point. Yeah, and then uh, flight got. To, I don't know if the light, flight got delayed in Trinidad or not, but it felt it was late. And uh, finally got on the plane, Caribbean Airlines, I believe it was, to Guyana. And uh, got to Guyana, what, 2, 3 in the morning? Something like that? Midnight. Midnight. Okay. Got to midnight, um, Guyana. Yeah. Didn't you have some but issue with your bags? Weren't we supposed to go uh, directly from... Um yeah, to Trinidad to, to Natal. Yeah, yeah, that, but that didn't happen. Huh? Didn't happen. It just—it's just one so of the things that didn't work out. But <laughs> um, we got to Trinidad and we found out. Okay, well, here, let me take your passport from you because this is my passport now. <laughs> that happened to Justin and I. Um, Somebody and then, in in Guyana took your passport. Yeah, the At customs. The custom guys just and didn't didn't all the bags go through to a different room and there were just random people? Yes. So, yeah, I, honestly, I don't even want to go into all that. But this, this could be an hour story, yeah. actually. So all right, we're gonna, sorry. I didn't no, mean no, to fog it. Long story, story short, we, uh, we hung out in Trinidad, got on the plane um, to Guyana about, you know, what time? Midnight. Um, got to Guyana at midnight, I'm sorry. And uh, <laughs> basically landed, walked to the other area, got checked in, and they said, okay, we're going to, your flight's not here, but we have a good idea when it's going to be here. We're going to take you into this room, and you're going to rest Is for a couple hours. Is this midnight before the uh, Ghana game? Yeah, so yeah. this, if, if I remember right, the Ghana so game, game was on a Monday. 19 hours-ish. Yeah, if I remember right, hours. the game was on a Monday. This is Sunday night at midnight, Monday morning at midnight. Yep. We're going to take you into this room, this lounge, that they called it, which was exquisite, if I might add. And uh, <laughs> they got they got beer, they got food, they got everything they want, but they had a lot of cockroaches. I remember that. But we got there. It was great. <laughs> Took a nap. Um, had a little run around with what, um, what time the flight was going to be landing for us to go to Natal. Yeah. The well, game is kind of The game is the next time. day. The same day at this point, and uh, we're thinking to ourselves, no, we'll be good. Flight's going to be here at 5 a.m., and we're going to hop on this thing. We're going to go to Natal. We'll get to Natal at, you know, 10 a.m., have time to chill, have a couple beers, go to the game. Well, 5 o'clock rolls around. Do you see any flight? I don't see a plane. <laughs> Is that a no, no, that's just a June bug. Um, <laughs> Cockroach. Let's, uh, okay, where's this flight at? Oh, it's on its way in. Okay, great. About 8 a.m. comes around. Brunken, at this point, has pretty much thrown up at any corner of the <laughs> airport that you can go to. 
Um, I heard that I, Brunken, his uh, body language is pretty easy to read. Like when he would go talk to the pe- person involved, like. Well, it wasn't if, a happy camper. Bad news came <laughs> in. He would, it was a. Yeah, I, I, if I remember correctly, you had you know water streaming down your face, which was sweat, tears, and then you had puke on your shirt, and then it was a whole mess. We're not gonna go into it, but long story short, we freaking made it, and uh, the flight landed about 9 a.m. if I remember right, and uh, got on the plane, and then or the plane lands, and they basically said, "All right, you're gonna go." But first, we got to fill this thing with ice, so you got a little bit of delay. <laughs> I don't ice. care about the ice! <laughs> just get me on the plane! You don't care if your drinks are cold at that time. So we just walked down the runway, got on the flight. They treated us like kings and queens and uh, sat first class the whole way, the 14. They deserved every bit of it. Yeah. And uh, got, to Na- got to Natal. We sat on an empty 767, isn't that right? Yeah. That's yeah. A weird Had thing. a few cocktails, put our feet up. It was fantastic after... <laughs> a long couple day days of travel, and we made it, and got on the bus, went straight to the stadium, and made it to the game. It was uh, it was so last minute that you know we landed just in time, and we got our shuttles. Luckily, there's some shuttles there at the airport. Yeah. We had to actually leave the shuttles because traffic was so. With bad. your bags on the shuttles, we, we right? just left all our luggage on there and just walked and ran to the to the, to the game and mm-hmm. made it just in time to get a beer. And sing the national the seats, anthem. <laughs> and then lose the beer when Dempsey scored. <laughs> Unbelievable. One, one thing I do want to add, if you remember leaving the buses and walking up to the stadium, do you remember how dark it was outside yeah. the stadium? Yeah. Pitch black. It felt like all the electricity in the surrounding neighborhoods yeah. had to go to the stadium. It was pitch black trying to get our tickets and all yeah. that. It was crazy. We, uh, <laughs> my side of that is that I, I felt terrible for you guys because uh, we put you know, four years of work into – putting this thing together yeah. and we're all huge US fans like this is why we do this can we stop <laughs> sorry lots of distractions happening here I just want a beer. Beer. <laughs> so uh yeah my side of that is that well, you know we work so wait, hard to want to get into see stop. the US game Megan cat name Fermaine Jones <laughs> <laughs> go on Corey so uh yeah I felt terrible that you guys were uh, stuck out there and uh I was doing an interview actually and I got a text that said you just landed and I was so happy and I teared up <laughs> while being uh, interviewed so that was awesome. There's but, uh, a lot of tears being exchanged throughout this 48 hours I would say. Another one of my favorite moments in Brazil was we uh, my wife and I and Hexel waited for you guys outside the stadium because we had all your tickets for the 14 and yep. uh and waited and waited, and we're like, where are these guys? You know, because you guys were stuck in traffic. Finally, you came around the corner, and I gave Brunken the biggest hug I think I've ever given you, except it was one love. time when Eddie Johnson scored. And, uh, so I cried a few times that day uh, when I saw you, Corey, uh, when Dempsey oh. scored, and then when uh, Brooks scored the goal. Oh, three cries I'm a grown in man. one day. I'm That's a grown a, man, uh, and I, I cried three times. Oh. I hugged a lot of guys that day. It was, it, I hugged a lot of people. <laughs> you hugged a lot of folks. So anyway, yeah, got into the game. Uh, got in a game. Uh, Dempsey scores immediately. We play worse and worse as the game goes on, if I remember correctly. Yeah. It's, been, it's been six <laughs> months now <laughs> since we've seen that. Uh, but Or five months. But uh, Demp- or we just retreated and retreated and... Uh, I don't know. I don't think we deserved to win that game, but no, we, we, we deserved to be Ghana four years ago, and we didn't. Yeah. So this is the way things go. And correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. 
every Brazilian in that stadium is rooting against America. Am I right? Yeah. So in our, we were opposite from the AO section. Yeah. Our tickets were on the opposite side, and <laughs> we were pretty much surrounded. We were a, a section away from the Ghanaian fans who were allowed to stand and cheer the whole game. Yeah, what is that? But we were basically asked to sit in our little area over there. Which we were going to rectify that. So basically, immediately from the get-go, all the locals, all the Brazilians, all the random fans around us were basically just going for or going for Ghana because they. I don't know. I don't know why, but but what happened? My, yeah. But what happened at the end of the tournament? That's what I'm saying. That's one of my things in the tournament is like the U.S. team won them over, and like by yeah. the end, all the neutrals were rooting for us and U.S. fans. Yeah, yeah, amazing. It was great, and uh, so yeah, um, like uh, not just the team, but U.S. fans won them over. Yeah, we helped for sure. I don't want to take, or I mean, as U.S. fans, we don't want to take all the credit. But I heard from, I heard on multiple podcasts, British podcasts, uh, and you know, that U.S. fans did win a lot, and we got uh, emails from people in Brazil thanking us for our, you know, the U.S. fans' demeanor down yeah, there. I mean, and how could you not love a team that comes from behind like that several times? Never give up. Never. They're playing better teams, but or, you know, a lot a lot of people would yep. suggest that the U.S. was underdogs in every one of their games, right. and yet. We won one, tied one, and uh, plus the fan. I mean, everybody in Brazil, all the American fans were fantastic to, throughout. I mean, not just the people on our travel package, but every other AO fan or every other US yeah, fan that we definitely. met. So credit to you guys because the pregame. You guys, you weren't there. Uh, let me speak for you, the, or speak to you about the pregame party. Amazing, like Hexo, uh, you were there, right? Yeah. Uh, in Natal, and uh, we were at that. Bar that had the indoor and the outdoor and the band, a samba band, if I remember right. Yeah, no, that was, was like, about right. And and uh, <laughs> just spilling into the streets, just it, it was it was insane. Just awesome, and the march was amazing. Um, yeah, said I missed that. And we didn't run out of, and we <laughs> didn't run out of any beer. <laughs> yeah, and God, there was very little weights, and I mean the bathroom was a mess. It was, yeah, the line for that was like an hour. But yeah, that was ridiculous. What are you gonna do? They're not gonna install a toilet for the World Cup. But uh, anyway, yeah, that was a great game, and uh, Natal as a host city, fantastic. Um, had a great time there. Beaches, beautiful. Um, Got to Manaus, no problems there. Uh, <laughs> went to uh, watch the U.S. play Portugal. Um, Which, if I might add, was the craziest game. It had absolutely everything. It was my fiance's everything. first ever um, World, Cup, World Cup game. Because she flew in. Yeah, she flew in and met me and met us there and uh, saw basically the best and the worst part of being a U.S. fan. <laughs> the first five Which minutes. Was terrible. The first five minutes, and then we score the goal to equalize, and basically at that point, the World Cup's in our hands, and then we we score the goal to go up, and then we're pretty much through at that point. We were at that point, right? We were through. And then in the last minute, <laughs> and uh, just, w just felt like crap leaving the stadium, and then her and I got separated from the group, and it was a whole... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we made it back. To Natal, no problems. <laughs> to the fantastic Manaus Airport, which we got to see a little bit of. And, uh, yeah. But uh, Jimmy, Car my takeaway from that game was uh, why two. I remember getting off the plane at the airport and getting on the buses to go to the game. Yeah. And we we had a crowd, like the Manaus locals, there was like a crowd of folks just watching us because we had, you know, 
at that time it was 270 Americans in the airport all wearing, you know, red, white, and blue, and they're all looking at us like we're nuts. And uh, so we were all doing our chants and stuff, and I was like, what is that smell? But then I realized that I was like, no way the city smells like this. Bug spray. But it was just bug spray. Yep. Everybody's just dousing themselves say that. in bug spray. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then we got in the stadium, and the moths, that's what I will never forget, is the number of moths that just were like – Hitting you like every five seconds. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I was a magnet for moths, but you. I don't yeah. think any hit me. I think that's just you. Quinn. I know. I was a moth net. Showered up until that day. Was that a moth net? Yeah. Megan, give me a name. Oh whoa, uh, Alexi Clawless. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the moths. From now on, be a little more ready than you were. But good job, <laughs> you redeem yourself. <laughs> oh no, sorry. No. I'll say cat name from now on. But yeah, I remember that, and then yeah, we're up two one in injury time, and I'm like, this, you know, you never blow a lead two one in injury time. Well, how could we possibly do? All we got to do is sit in. Is it like 15 seconds left? And Jimmy Conrad the- was two rows behind us, so I turn around and and he's looking at me like we're doing this, and I said we are, and uh, then got ripped out. But miserable feeling. But coming into that game, we would have taken a draw, so it could have been worse. But what did if you had to? Just say in one word how sweaty you were after that game. <laughs> so I remember uh, it was really hard to just st- stay up in that game. Like even just as a as a fan in the stadium. Without sitting, you mean? It, like it was just exhausting. Like just in that air, right? I mean, the air was like thick. It, yeah, it's just like the worst day in Nebraska, humidity and heat-wise that you can imagine. But it was just that. I, I imagine it's I just, that every day. The, the thing that I remember was the lack of any kind of air movement. Yeah, yeah. It felt like you were right. just surrounded like, by it, and no matter you're in like a how you moved, if you tried to fan yourself, it felt like you couldn't get away from it. Yeah. That's what I remember about it. That's correct. Like, anyway, yeah, anyway. made it. We made it. We made it back, and uh, back so then all tall, we no problem. Was pull out. We went into the Germany game, Brucken. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but you made me feel so much more confident going into the Germany game because you you said as a po- we used to play poker a lot, and you said going into we got a lot of outs. Like we we may be playing Germany. We we you know we can tie, we can win, we can lose by a little, and we'll be fine. Yep. We got a lot of outs, and and so I think we went into it confident, and we came out of it, yeah. and. Not much more than that, but it, it was, was just it was, it was just a cool game. Was. Pre-game was awesome. Pre-game was awesome. Today's show and uh, Good Morning America at our pre-game. So party. the other funny thing is a lot of chanting. Do you remember, which I didn't even know about till we were leaving Brazil, but the rain, the flooding. Oh, just a nuts. lot of people on our package didn't even know about the flooding oh, because right. we were east of the actual flooding in town. We were by the stadium. We came straight in on buses. Yeah. So we didn't even know about the flooding. A lot of the players, girlfriends, and wives didn't right. even make it to the game. Garrett they Drexler it. didn't make – or Garrett at U.S. Soccer, like employee – maybe it was Josh, but one of, one of the main AO contacts at U.S. Soccer didn't make it to the game, and he was staying in receive. So, yeah, I heard Zussi and Beezer's girlfriends watch the game in the lobby on their phones. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, anyway, but we were driving But if you came with the American Outlaws, <laughs> you made it. <laughs> what? Yeah. We went on, we came in on uh, an interstate, and I was watching, it was like 7 in the morning when we were rolling in, so the sun was just coming up, but there was like frontage roads on the side with like hip deep water, right. and I was like, we are not, we're going to get stuck. But we never did, and um, luckily our our pregame party had 
enough space and enough roof space specifically. It was to, tight in it there. It was just pouring, but it was an open air place. It was awesome. And it was uh, a great time. But made it to the game. Everybody got a little wet. <laughs> pretty nervous. are the best. Pretty nervy. Um, we that uh, pre or that pregame party reminds because this is when Teddy Goldsvelt had like really hit his peak <laughs> of popularity. Good morning, Mike. Or Mike Dimigo, is that his right? And uh, yeah, good guy. <laughs> but shout out to uh, Teddy Goldsvelt. Remember us when you're uh, famous. Yeah. <laughs> now that you're famous. Yeah. But uh, yeah, great game. Game, game was fantastic. It was really bizarre being in the game, and because you remember. That they didn't put the score of the other other match up right. on, the, and so no one knew. Only a few and people no had cell phones. Cell phone service, crowd. and I remember we had yeah. the little little guy next to us. <laughs> was he was just sitting there updating his phone, and you know we kind of knew what was happening, and we got to the end, and we felt like we were going through, and then you oh, know that was funny. it. It was the weirdest feeling losing nice. a match, and then but being so happy about hugging that. people yeah. around you and just being like, oh, oh man, that was fantastic. This was worth it. So yeah, but. So, yeah. Then we got back. <laughs> no problems. I can't believe and, uh, how smooth it went. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, to wrap it up, your, your takeaway from Brazil? Anything uh, we haven't mentioned, I guess. Uh, I mean, Hexel, what do, you, what do you really take away? I mean, I look back and I think of walks on the beach and late night. Because we had a lot of stress when we were in Brazil, too. I, I don't want to bitch about it because it was a trip of a lifetime, really, but End of the night, it felt good to get out and just dive into some waves and just take the stress off a little bit. But I, that, that's what I remember is watching Brunken yell at the sea. <laughs> I, I, I pretty much looked at it as like uh, a relief that we got everybody to every game, even uh, with some of the issues we had. Yeah. Uh, but everybody that was on our package made it to every game and they got to see the U.S. play. And that was the that right there, that end result is what we're about, is getting right. people to games. Yeah. That US was the goal <laughs> from the beginning, and we did that. And credit to Corey, Justin, and Megan, and Brian as well. I mean, they made it happen. That, you know, there's a lot of moving U.S. Parts. soccer can't get everyone to every game, and we did. We yeah. did I mean, look at it that way. Think about the players and U.S. Soccer Federation, right. that there were people that didn't make it, and we did. So... Um, yeah, we had a lot of problems. We did, and we hated it just as much as anybody. <laughs> but, um, you know, we made it, and everybody got to see every game, and yeah. I, I think everybody can hang their hat on that. Again, big thanks to everybody who uh, came out on the on the trip with us, trip of a lifetime. And, uh, we love you. We love you, right? So, uh, Meow. Yeah, Megan, one more cat name, if you would, please. Tabby Wambach. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. Brogan, break time. Welcome back hey. to the American Outlaws podcast. Welcome, Yo. Thanks for sticking Good with you. us. Good to see you. <laughs> Megan, can I get a cat name real quick? Hercules Gomez. Take <laughs> oh. that one out of the park if I do say so myself. <clears throat> we talked a lot in the first segment about the Brazil trip, American Outlaws package to Brazil. 
<coughs> we uh, had been talking recently with Donald Wine of the DC chapter, one of our biggest chapters, um, the women's team. Woo! Yeah, well done, Donnie. Got a lot of people over there. Small city of AO members in DC, and um, they brought a lot of people on the AO package. They brought a lot of US fans in general, if I know correctly, and uh, hosted a women's world or a women's World Cup qualifier there last week. So we thought we should give Donald a call. So can we do that now, Brungan? Sounds great. Let's do that. All right. We are joined now by Donald Wine, the head of American Outlaws' biggest and greatest. Some, Argu- would, some would argue the best chapter. <laughs> Arguably, Let's, American Outlaws' greatest Let's be objective uh, here. Easy, Chris. I, I thought that was you. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Wine from uh, our Washington, D.C. chapter. How's it going, Donald? What's up, guys? What's going on? Hey, man, good to talk to you. I haven't seen you in a while. I've probably seen you since Brazil, but uh, I hope all is well out there. Everything going good? Everything's going great out here. Uh, yeah, and, and, and it has been since Brazil. It doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it has been a few months. I need to get back to your smiling faces. <laughs> I think I sat next to you on the plane back from uh, Natal, if I remember right. Sorry if I snore. I apologize. I saw too, so it was probably you and me just, just we were, up the entire trip for everybody else. We were harmonizing. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. How uh, So Donald uh, runs the D.C. chapter, as I said, and our D.C. chapter uh, brought a lot of people on the AO package to Brazil. Uh, what are your thoughts, Donald, on uh, the U.S.'s uh, – a quick wrap-up of your thoughts of the U.S.'s uh, performance in Brazil and uh, the package from your perspective? I mean, overall, Brazil was a blast. Like, I, it's the number one question that I get. I'm sure you guys, when you get back, anyone who sees you knows you, and they're like, hey, how was Brazil? That's definitely my number one, like, question that's thrown at me anytime someone hasn't seen me in, like, two days or two hours or whatever. Um, but uh, it was a blast. I think the U.S. did quite well. Um, I was, you know, very, very happy to get out of the group, um, the group of death. And, uh, you know, against Belgium, we, it's funny, we were all back, all sick, uh, at Laughing Man Tavern watching the, uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, second round. Like, physically. With itchy trigger fingers about to buy tickets to Brasilia to watch us if we had made the quarterfinals. So, right. <laughs> you know, I think our wallet thanks us for, for not advancing, but, you know, our heart was pretty, pretty upset that we didn't make it. Yeah. Our wallet thanks Wondolowski, right? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Edit. <laughs> Sorry, wallet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many how many folks from DC chapter went to Brazil with the AO package? I believe on the AO package we had about forty. Um, I mean, I, there was one hotel where it was almost all of us were from DC, <laughs> and there was a bunch of DC people just sprinkled among the masses. And I know there was another hundred that weren't on the AO package that came went down for you know quarterfinals or you know just for like one or two matches. Um, so there was a ton of us down there. Every every day we ran into somebody who was wearing an ARDC T-shirt or, or said they were from outside D.C. or whatever. Um, so it was, it was actually quite fun because it was kind of a piece of home was with us. Defining moment of the trip, Donald, what would you say the moment that you felt like you're going to remember for the rest of your life about being in Brazil and surrounding the World Cup? So soccer-related, it's got to be when, when ja- my man John Brooks Put the uh, header in against Ghana. Nope. Um, I think it was. I think it was uh, Chris. I saw in the uh, uh, in the streets after the game, and he was just looking for people to hug. He didn't necessarily <laughs> was looking for, for like people to find like what bus he was supposed to be on. He was looking for people to hug. 
So that was pretty cool. That does sound um, like something I'd do. Fighting soccer moment. But the biggest moment for me was uh, we took a little side trip during the during the vacation uh, to an island off the coast of Brazil. And it was literally the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Um, it was cool to you know, take two days to actually have a vacation because in the mix of all the madness, we kind of wanted to get away from the getaway, so to speak. And uh, so, you know, about 10 of us went on this trip, and it was quite relaxing. It was the most beautiful sight I've ever seen in my life. And uh, I couldn't have done it uh, without, you know, being on the trip. Like one of our friends, we're staying on the biggest beach, the best beach in the world, and she's saying soccer brought us to this beach. And that was the perfect, like, definition of the entire trip. Like, if it wasn't for soccer, we would not be standing on that beach. We're standing in, you know, Aria Duff Dunas, like, watching John Brooks hit a, hit, hit a goal in to win against Ghana. It was all, you know, pretty surreal. Oh, great feedback. Yeah, you just gave me uh, goosebumps. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, yeah, we appreciate you going. We appreciate all your hard work in D.C., uh, Speaking of your hard work in D.C., how was uh, the women's qualifier there? The, U, the women's team played in uh, D.C. two weeks ago-ish, and you guys held it down pretty well. Sold a lot of tickets for uh, the section and uh, sounded great on TV. How, how was it from your end? It was really good. And, and the best part about it was that it was more of a regional affair. Um, you know, D.C. likes to pride itself on being the biggest and the best, but we couldn't have done that without uh, the help from chapters such as A.O. Baltimore, A.O. Charlottesville, AO Annapolis, AO Virginia Beach, AO Richmond, like AO Wilmington brought like twenty people up. It was a it was a blast to have all those chapters that's awesome. Not just come up but also help out. And I think that's what made it a great success. And, and you could I mean it sounded great on T V from what I heard. Yeah. Um, yep. you know, as you probably do, I, I record all the games so I can watch them later to not only see the goals that I probably missed while celebrating. <laughs> um, but also to see see how we sound on TV. And it did sound really good, but I can't take credit for everything. There was a bunch of people that had their hands in the, uh, in the, in the pot, so to speak, and they all did, did the job. Yeah, awesome. Thanks again, and uh, it was awesome. Uh, so speak, we, we mentioned how big the D.C. chapter is. Do you know how many uh, members we have in D.C. as of today? I'm sure you're probably I, waiting on I don't know how today. Um, we celebrate our fifth birthday. Uh, on August 31st, and at that point we had 1,029 members. Jeez. So we, like we, we broke the thousand mark. <laughs> we're 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 a massive ch- and <laughs> excuse uh, dude who's trying to uh, speed race against nobody in particular. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I we're we're, we're a massive force. <laughs> <laughs> any any new things going on in the DC chapter? Anything to speak of? Uh, not really. I mean, we're all really prepared. Like, there's a few of us that went up to Philly for the final. Uh, for the women uh, last Sunday, um, which was pretty cool. And, you know, it's funny. We have a lot of people who are ready to go to Canada. Um, I'm sure that's kind yeah. of building across the nation, and that's really good to see um, that we're, you know, that people are giving the women their due support as well. Um, if only we can get uh, them to play on grass instead of turf, I think right. the women will be a lot happier. But uh, I think we're all ready to see that, you know, see that draw and see where we end up and start planning yet another summer on the road. Yeah. Well you know, said. I don't, I don't know you. if FIFA can afford grass. I don't know. But <laughs> other than that, yeah. yeah. We're with you there, man. I think we can bring some. I, I don't know if the Border <laughs> Patrol will, you know, frown upon that, but they might. Um, but it's not, it's not the grass that they're really worried about. It's just grass that they're going to play on. So. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks man. a lot, man. You've been fantastic. And uh, 
we we love having you call in, and we uh, we know you guys put it down up there in D.C. So yeah, thanks so much for all your hard work out there, and I love any trip to D.C. I love it when U.S. Soccer announces a game in D.C. So. Thanks a lot, well, you guys. Donald. You have a standing invite. Come out. So anytime, even if it's not for a match, just come out. You guys got place to stay. You got beer to drink. And you got things to see and people to do. So oh, they got beer out there in DC. That sounds all right. We have some. We have a couple of beers. Yeah, just a couple. I'm actually going to get back to drinking some right now. <laughs> Cheers, man. Thank you so much. All right, Donnie. All right, guys. Take it easy. Later. Right. Welcome back to the American Outlaws podcast. Many, it's good to see you guys. Many thanks to Donald Wine of uh, the DC chapter. Cheers. Cheers. All right, let's get this thing going again. Megan, can I get at least two cat names real quick, if you would, please? Alex Meowgan. <laughs> All right, and then the second one. Demarcus Fleasley. <laughs> Out of the park again. <laughs> Love it. Well done, Megan. <laughs> All right. So Brazil happened in June and uh, maybe July 1st, if I remember correctly. I don't know. And uh, shortly after that, a few weeks ago, we had a couple of legends in the U.S. soccer uh, world retire. Two captains, two uh, people we're never going to forget, Landon Donovan and Bocanegra. Quite specifically, uh, yes? Landon Ponovan. <laughs> Thanks for that, Megan. That was fantastic. Landon obviously got a send-off in Hartford, which went pretty well. You two were both at that. Uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Yeah, Brian, give me the skinny Landon on. Landon seemed to love it. If, yeah, he did. If you had to sum it up in a couple words, what would you say? Amazing. Like, would you say it was one more legendary? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was legendary. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. The The crowd was up for it. Um, the pregame. The chapter was, was amazing. Hartford. Hartford yeah, hit they always part down out yeah. there. And, Love it. Um, yeah, it, it, felt like, it felt like a qualifier almost at times, the way the crowd was into the game. And, every, you know, it was a friendly, but it, it, it really had a, a final feel to it. So I think it was a, a proper send-off for a guy that deserves every bit of that. Yeah, and Donovan, even after the game, climbed up into the section with some handsome-ass guy. Who was it? Uh, I don't I, remember. I think anyway. his name. I think his name is Gary Hexel. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he uh, awesome. Yeah, it was well, it was, Chris, it was, he got to touch his leg. I touched his leg. You know, How'd Brian you said, "Hey, shake this guy's hand," and LD reached right over me and shook the guy's hand behind <laughs> me, which I'm not bitter Sorry. about or anything. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but Roger Bennett's uh, documentary he's putting out about LD's retirement had a, they released a clip today. And they showed this awesome slow-mo thing of right when Donovan gets up with you in the area. And he goes to, uh, or there's a guy, an AO member guy, he's wearing a, I think it was a Hartford scarf. And you could see him very clearly, like, starstruck with his eyes wide open. Right. You can see a mouth, thank you so much. Really? Right to Donovan. That's Donovan awesome. Just, like, shakes That's his hand. No, it's just, it was you rarely awesome. get a moment where a player connects with the section in the crowd like that. Right. And that was 
incredible to see, you know, for people like like me and and you guys that have loved Landon for a decade and to see him given the farewell that he deserves for all the work that he's put in and come up and thank the fans because, you know, you feel like at times you know that they appreciate what you do and they know that you they appreciate you travel, but you never get that personal experience that that. Um, you th- I, I think we deserve at times, and he, you know, you could just see it on his face how much it meant to him that yeah. that we were there and that we were supporting him and that we, you know, we we wanted to let him know of of what he's done for us. Yeah, so. I mean, uh, after he gave he gave me a hug, so don't get jealous there, Chris. I was jealous. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. I mean, if we're gonna, if this I mean, he he said to me, he goes, "Thank you for everything you guys have done." I mean, that right there is like pretty sick. It's not sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another me. guy who didn't. <laughs> uh, Megan, another cat name, if I could, please. Josie Alta Roar. <laughs> God, <it's> sketchy. <laughs> another guy who didn't uh, get a send off but deserves all of our accolades. A captain who, you know, did, from everything I hear, worked his ass off every day in training, uh-huh. like led by example, wasn't outspoken, but necessarily. But Jesus, a beautiful man. And, uh, Brought lots, lots of, <laughs> lots of uh, female fans to the table for sure. Uh, Carlos Bocanegra, yep. love Carlos. Uh, wish him the best in retirement. Yep. I mean, you talk about a guy that that came to the team late. I mean, you think his first World Cup when yeah. was '06, or that was really his first time being involved with the national team. He for was indispensable a, yeah. around then. Like, he could I know, and he was. Too. What was he then? I mean, he had to be in his late twenties, and. He just came in and, and he did a job and I, I think that he was a fantastic leader for a long time. Led us all the way through the 2010 World Cup. Had to fill in for Jonathan Bornstein. That's rough. I know. God dang. <laughs> left back. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that I remember about Boca was after the World Cup um, in, in 2010 when we when we beat um, would be Algeria at the last minute and seeing him go around the field. With Beasley on his back, giving him a piggyback <laughs> ride, of course he and Bocanegra was just bawling. And oh, really? Yeah, I'll never forget. What that. game was that? The out. Sorry, the Algeria game. We, you know, when we beat, you know, I don't did remember you that, see one. that game. Uh, <laughs> Landon Donovan what scored happened? a goal in like the 90th minute and oh, qualified us for. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Boca just he he did it for years and he did it. Yeah, I, I love the guy and I appreciate everything he's done. It, it, he didn't. He's not gonna get the send off that he deserves, but. You know, it, it it deserves to be noted that he was a guy and he was a fan favorite. So yeah, bless um, I mean, it, good luck in retirement. Is, we'll see him around. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be around. Soccer world. I hope he was on my wife's and I's wedding cake. Yeah. True story. <laughs> Another thing, but I mean, like, what is that story? <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> his it, our wedding cake was a jersey with him on it. So, but I mean, like, number. we talk about this LD and Boca, but I mean Stevie Chirundolo, You know, another guy that we don't. Just quietly did his yeah, job just, at times, but he was a freaking saint. Yeah, on the, was at the, a like staple of the right back for, that you for could a, count on. Yeah, I mean, it's like it feels like we're letting go of a generation here, but yeah. um, you know, that's that's the way that sports is. That's the way the national team is. So uh, things I, move on, do they not? Chris? They do. They, they do. do. And uh, just like I think American Outlaws is going to move on. We spent the first forty-ish minutes of this podcast talking about the year before now, but. There's a lot coming up. AO's got big, big days ahead of us. U.S. soccer has 
some huge years ahead of us. Just we got a lot of new new uh, eyes on the U.S. soccer game, and uh, a lot of a lot of new members in American Outlaws. A lot of you know big games coming up. To yeah. be fair, um, there's nowhere to hide really from U.S. soccer in the next few years. You got next year, the women play in the uh, World Cup in Canada. We got the draw in December. Next I month, yeah, yeah, next yeah. month. God. What's the expectation going to be for the World Cup? For the ladies? I mean, you have I mean, to they think don't win. they don't win. It's a disappointment, right? <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, they, they set the bar. There's just no other way to say it. And uh, it's going to be tough to top that moment from the last World Cup with uh, Wambach scoring against Brazil. Like, that was... Uh, that was incredible. Gives what, me well, you know, we made it to the final after that, which was awesome. well. I know. <laughs> Probably should have won the World Cup then, but but that yeah, that game was incredible. Um, I I don't know. I just feel gives like me chills. I just feel like we're. It feels a little bit like we're underachieving. I mean, what do, we we're go to qualifying? Playing, what was our qualifying out. aggregate score? Twenty-two to nothing. Yeah. I mean, we killed these teams, and it still feels like at times we're not clicking 100%. I mean, that's that's the feeling. I mean, it's tough, we, though, because we, in CONCACAF, especially in women's CONCACAF, like, yeah. the, the level of competition just isn't anywhere near what you face at a World Cup, and it's hard to keep your game up. Like, that's why even at the, in the men's game they say that, but the men's CONCACAF region is way more competitive than the yeah. women's, so it's like... I don't know. You know, you play like when if you play on a rec team for a year and then you go play competitive, it's just a different world. Yeah. And like the CONCACAF Women's League is like a rec league. Right yeah, now, it is. Whereas I mean, you go to the World Cup and it's for real. Justin and, and I were, were watching when we during the qualifying game against TNT. We watched the game before that, which I think was Kansas Haiti City. and Guatemala. And we watched into that game. And then our ladies came out and it, you could just feel how much more athletic and how much more yeah, – it just looked like a different team. I, I feel it. like, obviously, in our region, we're heads and tails above everybody else. But what do we need to do to get ahead and have clear daylight between us and Germany and us and Japan and us and Brazil? Because it feels like we should be at that point. And I think that this summer – I mean – I, th- I think this is our chance to do it, and what else we've got a do lot. Really, is get the right lineup in there and hope that you're peaking at the right time. Like hope the w- that you're peaking. Oh. Uh, anybody? Oh, no, can I get a cat name, please? Pergen Klausman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, oh, draw next month for the uh, Women's World yep. Cup. We'll uh, American Outlaws will be. Looking out for our members in Canada. I mean, it's our national neighbor. So, Brian, what do you... It's easy uh, to forget about Canada all tucked away down there, but it's right by us. It, That's a Simpsons it's, joke. It's, I apologize. It's north? Yeah, it's north. But, uh, <laughs> Brian, if... Uh, I mean, what do you think the skinny is going to be on the events? What do you think our, our membership is going to be? What do you think the, the fan support is going to be up there for the U.S. For, team? How are we looking out for AO members going to the Women's World Cup? Uh, well, we'll have the hotel deals and uh, flight deals uh, set up uh, as soon as the draw is over. For uh, AO members. For AO members, they'll be on the members-only page. Tickets? Uh, tickets. We'll be giving out tickets for that. Well, they'll, they'll buy the tickets. World Cup? I don't know how <laughs> we're going to do that. Giving them out. Yeah. What does we mean? Giving them out. You I really, really wish we could. Slanging tickets for uh, the World Cup. No, we'll, we'll probably have – hopefully they'll set up something that they did uh, for our members on our package. Uh, I don't know. You'll have to get with them, Corey. Yeah, know. I'll work on that. We probably won't know until the draw, to be honest. But Yeah. Watch our Twitter and Facebook. Uh, that's a general rule, guys. Uh, we get a lot of emails asking when tickets are going to be announced. When The second we know, we put it on Facebook and Twitter and email you. So th- just watch there if you would. Um, but let it be known that we are going to do everything we can to be up there 
not just be loud in bars here, but we want to be at the stadiums and showing that who we are and what we're about right. up there and, you know, sh show the ladies we, that we're... We've heard in multiple player interviews from the ladies that they love our presence at these games and that we make a big difference, so yep. we got to do that as U.S. soccer fans. So It's important. Let's do it. And uh, also next summer is uh, the Gold Cup. The big one. If we win this Gold Cup, we are in the Confederations Cup in 2017, which, as we know, is, you know, one of my best U.S. soccer memories, the closest yeah. we've ever come to winning, like, a big trophy for the U.S. soccer team other than the Gold Cup, really. A final. Yeah, I mean, we made a final. It was a FIFA. Dempsey was crying at the end of it, so yeah. you know it meant something. That was a crazy summer, man. That was nuts. But, uh, so, yeah, we got that next summer. Not a small summer. And uh, next year after that is Copa America in the United States. It's the 100-year anniversary of Copa America. For you guys who don't know what that is, it's uh, South America's uh, every four years has a South American championship, which they bring right. the Messies of the world and the uh, James Rodriguez's of the world and all these big-name players. And it's, it is a – what's that cat name? Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big tournament, and uh, they take it very. I mean, it's a huge, huge deal in South America. I work it with is. a guy from Bolivia, and he—that—that's the thing he cares about. Like, yeah. He doesn't even care as much about the World Cup as he cares about Copa America. So, we are lucky enough to be hosting it. I know we live in North America, but for the hundred-year anniversary, they're bringing it to America, and we get to host America. USA gets to play in it. Um, we don't know what cities we'll be in yet. Um, we are assuming we'll have our A team, and every team will have their A team. Yeah. Um, that's not for sure, but it's it's pretty well assumed, and um, it's going to be huge. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. We'll I mean, be playing in three, four, five cities in the U.S. Um, just I, I would imagine it being, you know, it, it'll feel like a World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Is what I mean, totally. Like. If if you remember watching the last one. Um, I believe we played Argentina, if you remember right. We had <laughs> I remember Eddie Johnson. Yeah, Eddie. I, we had the uh, pinstripes and Eddie Johnson yeah. on a breakaway, and I was so happy they fouled him because he was never going to score, but then we got a penalty <laughs> kick. Which, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that crazy tournament. I mean, we were disappointed, obviously, not to do anything in that tournament. But, um, we sent our B team, and that was very uh, – I know, and if I remember right, didn't – Argued. Weren't they – yeah. They I think – other teams did too, but we had the we had the gold cup right before it, which right. is why we did it. But yep. So yeah, we got that's a big tournament. <laughs> a we big, need. big, big tournament. And that's uh, summer 2016, summer 2017, or no, early 2017. We start right up, or no, right after the Copa America. We start right qualifying. up with early rounds of yeah. World Cup qualifying. We'll March. Playing, I think it's what we did last time. Was yeah, March. we'll be playing the group stage. Uh, a lot of you don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming we got a lot of new AO members who probably learned about U.S. soccer during the World Cup, but World Cup qualifying starts about two years before the World Cup, and we play uh, some of your smaller nations in uh, Central America and the Caribbean. and uh, So that starts right after the uh, Gold Cup in 2016, probably September is my guess. I'm not – I don't have it in front of me, but uh, around that time yeah, we'll be playing early. the uh, Barbados this. of the world. I always get that name wrong. Is it Barbados? Barbados. But <laughs> good try. But I mean, yeah. I mean, you look at the schedule, and it's just—it's never a dull moment. Which is, I earlier earlier referenced uh, our hardest hug, and it was mm. the game against Barbados. 
mm. uh, when Eddie Johnson scored in injury time, a game we had to win. And uh, out of nowhere, Klinsman called in Eddie Johnson, and he scored right at the end. And uh, Do you know who served him that ball? Uh, I do. The guy from either San Jose or L.A. I can't think Alan of Alan Gordon. Alan Gordon, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Can you believe? Clutch, Can you believe that we needed yeah. that game to yeah, even make to the World Cup? That's and round one. Yeah. <laughs> Not even round two of CONCACAF yeah, qualifying. It's bizarre. Qualifying. Yeah. So, yeah, Ooh. this is the semifinal round. Because it is a good time to be a U.S. soccer fan. It uh, is. The team is as good as we've ever seen, really. Uh, we've got huge, huge games for the next three years. Um not to There's mention the Olympics. Olympic yeah, qualifying Olympics. is coming up. Yeah. God, it's going to be intense. U20 CONCACAF Championship is this winter. January, I believe it is, <gasps> in Jamaica. The list keeps rolling. So, yeah, watch watch the space. Watch the Twitter. Watch the Facebook. It's crazy. I mean, we got it all coming up. Speaking of, I mean, last last thing on the Women's World Cup, uh, we stand with the women on their, uh, their demand. I mean, they, sh- they should be playing on grass. That's just the way it it's is. It's a joke. Everybody, Anybody who's played, you're a soccer player, I'm a soccer player. You try playing on synthetic, I, I know MLS teams do it, and it's just, it's, this is a World Cup. You need to be playing on grass. It's the, the way it is. Bounce, the ball bounce is different. It's just the way it is. Like, Most of these ladies, once in their lifetime. You get you get a World Cup once in a lifetime. The pinnacle of the sport is as big as it gets. It's, I mean, it's an absolute joke. And then did you FIFA. see lately FIFA's talking about countersuing the ladies that are suing them now? I mean, you have got to be kidding me. They uh, oh. They have the money. There's no reason why they shouldn't do that. It's just stupid. So, uh, we, we, you know, we stand, we stand with the ladies. Um, they should be playing on grass, and you know, we Not back, much we back you guys. We'll be there for you. We love you. We love you. And where you go, we'll follow. Am I right, Chris? That's right. Can I get a cat name, please? Edson Fuzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I don't. <laughs> Uh, I can't I tell if they're getting do you have better. Another, do you have another that we can end with? Yeah, let's go uh, one better one, please, if we could. Clarence, Clarence Goodson? <laughs> <laughs> again, I need a beer. If, again, if you've heard one you like or if you come up with one on your own. Yeah, if, if you have a better one, you can uh, tweet, tweet at us. Hashtag AOCAT. Yep. Uh, we will be checking that, as we always do, on the Twitter. <laughs> All right, well, let's get one more from you. Could we please? Graham Pussy. <laughs> My personal favorite. I think we should go with that. Oh, well, Graham Pussy waddling around these <laughs> warehouse halls. Uh, this has been really awkward. <laughs> quick note, uh, shout out to Howler Magazine. Uh, if you don't subscribe to Howler, you should if you have eyes. It is an amazing magazine that concentrates on graphic, visual beauty and they write amazing articles as well but like yeah Heller Magazine uh, did a cool recap on American Outlaws winning the World Cup and they also did one for us right before we went to the World Cup about the planes and everything it was fantastic George and the guys over there are real uh, doing amazing thing I it's the one I get a lot of magazines at the house that's the one I will read everything out of I love Howler Magazine so give it a check Uh, let's see why do I have Twitter written down Oh, should we do it? Guys, you should follow us on Twitter. And if you have questions, we're going to be start doing this podcast pretty regularly. So if you could send us some you know messages we or hit. questions, we would love it. The Tell mailbag! Me mailbag! 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 If anyone's still listening, let's hear what they uh, had to we say. We got a couple here. Um, they're all great. They're all great. But the first one is AO Miami asks, boxers or briefs? That's awkward. <laughs> 
All right, briefs. So let's move on to the next one. Okay. That's, that's uh, a standard question. Eric in DC says, any deets on the Dublin night before party? Brian, Brian Hexel. I think Dublin, uh, Dublin and London are coming up, something we have not talked about at oh, all. Oh, just friendly. Big U.S. games in uh, the British Isle. Can I call it that? I'm not a smart person. Uh, uh, I don't know. know. Megan, you have any? United Kingdom. UK. Steve Ferrandolo. <laughs> <laughs> Big games in Ireland and or in Dublin and uh, in although we are playing in England, we are not playing against England. We are playing Colombia, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um, At the cottage. Big. Uh, we're gonna, we got really cool night before parties and pregame events. I know. I'll speak for Dublin because that's the one I get yep. to go to. Uh, we're having an AO friendly against the Ireland fans. So. Uh, sorry to say, but we the team is full now, but we will be representing our country, which is my favorite thing to do in the world, is to put on the U.S. colors and go out there and play against an all-Irish team right before the U.S., the real team, plays and uh, get into some knee-high tackles and really break some skull. Uh, no. no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, guys. We give hugs after the games. We love it. There's no rash challenges. Luckily, Chris has never gotten into any no, rash I've been, challenges. I've just been a fantastic man every time <laughs> I play. We love it. Uh, we've, we've played a lot of friendlies. We played in Brazil. We played in uh, Jamaica. Played in England. Played in England. Uh, love it. We always go out with the other team afterwards and hang out. And honestly, it's one of my favorite things about uh, American Outlaws World and about U.S. soccer fandom is you get to play in these games. Uh, when you have skills like mine, you got to show them. Yeah. Like, you just can't hide it. I know. You're going to be great from the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an amazing sub maker. Megan, so can I get another cat name, please? Yowlian Green. <laughs> that is the worst. <laughs> That's a little rough. bit of a stretch. Let's find a better one for me. We can't go out on that. Report back. Uh, Brian, what do we got for a Columbia game in London? Wow. Uh, I should say uh, the, the Dublin game. We're playing the pregame friendly um, the day of the game because in Ireland, fans come from all over the country on the day of the game. And they have teams that represent them on the day of the game. So we're playing that day and then marching uh, to our, well, we're going to go to our pregame bar and then march in the stadium all in one fell swoop. But we have a night before party, which will be awesome. Brian, London, please. Okay. Let's see. London, we are, uh, night before party is going to be at Riley's Sports Bar. Uh, so it's going to. Is that in New York City? It sounds like <laughs> such an American. It's so American. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's Pub. <laughs> so uh, we'll be at Riley's Sports Bar. It's um, not a NASCAR bar. It's not. It's Damn a. It. It's a, just a regular sports bar. It's pretty big, actually. Is that the London Chapter Bar? Or is that another bar? No, it's not the London. London show. is one of our newest chapters. Yes. 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 Our first international chapter, guys. We are worldwide now. So yeah. the chapter bars outside of the main central London uh, where the game is, and so, uh, and their bar is uh, not that big and not uh, big enough. Not big enough, and this game's almost sold out. Uh, the Craven Cottage. Yeah, and wow, so awesome. the uh, only tickets really left are the ones we have. Uh, from what a I better check that tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I better so, on this podcast. Yeah, early. I better run home and see how we're doing. So that's what uh, I heard from U.S. Soccer on <laughs> Friday. So guys, get on that. What yeah. are you waiting for? That's going to be an amazing game. Um, and then so uh, 
at the night before party, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, U.S. Soccer, we're, we're teaming up with U.S. Soccer, and they're going to have some uh, special guests, maybe. Yeah, who is that? Possibly. Uh, Can we not say? Uh, I cannot oh, say. I can't say. Would it be oh, someone? It might be someone you'd name a cat after. Is that yes, possible? Yes, that is true. Was it the first cat we mentioned? Mm, I don't know. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, but anyways, possibly. Uh, there's, possibly. There's possibly. Don't want to don't want to promise, but it's possible. I just want them to rewind this whole podcast just to find out. We do not yeah, want if that to was the case. The <laughs> uh, anyway, I stole that from Megan. Megan nailed that. Uh, but yeah, London and Dublin are going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, and also in London, uh, just to, for any members going to the game, uh, they have beer in London and Ireland. They do. But you'll have to pick up your tickets from us at the pregame oh, party London. in London, yeah. uh, at the pregame party and the match day party um, for London. Yeah, we'll be handing those out. Megan, one more cat name, if you would, please, before we move on to the next topic. Cat Beasler. God. You've got to have one just real powerhouse we can go out on. I feel like she's already peaked. Uh, yeah, we got a couple other questions here. Um, All right, last one. Last question before we wrap up. This Chris, one, if you could. This one's more of a of a Hexel question. Top ten population of chapters as of now. Quick look at the most recent two to four chapters from Justice MTC. That's an impossible question. We do well, not have that in front of us. I don't. But um, top top podcast. Er, t- Top chapters off the top of your head. DC, obviously. Yeah, is DC, up there. there's Boston, uh, Boston and uh, Kansas City. Uh, San Diego is a big chapter. They do well. Uh, yeah. You said Dallas. So who are the last, who are the last four? Last four chapters the are. The bottom four? Yeah, the, the, no, the <laughs> last four that we announced. The last four that we announced is Boca Raton, Florida. Uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, yeah. South Bay, L.A. They had to kind of split up there because they got too big for their bar. So uh, we got another chapter there. Bless. Uh, and then West Palm Beach, Florida. Cool. Nice. All coastal. So yeah. just a couple states left if I'm looking here at my trusty map. Um, mm-hmm. New Hampshire, we don't have. North Dakota, Wyoming. Fargo, get on. We have Fargo. Well, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Well on the way, they're but on, not there they're yet. Almost, they're close. They're close. Wyoming. Alaska and Hawaii. So pretty much the where next. Yeah, we want you. We, yeah, where are you at? I don't hear you, Laramie, Wyoming. Where are you at? So I don't know. Well, listen, Chris. We've had a lot of fun here today, but we love our chapters. We do. We have so many now. We have, what, 160 what? Two. Jeez. Stupid, the number of chapters. I speak for all of us when I say we never thought it would get this big. Am I right? Uh, we're proud of where we are. We're excited for the future as we just chatted out. A um, lot coming up, a lot coming up. The players need us. There's no doubt about it. You saw Landon thanking, thanking uh, U.S. fans and what it means to them. So this is why we do it. We want to make a difference on the field. Brian, thanks for being here, buddy. Yo, thank you. Chris Donahue from American Outlaws National and AOKC, thank you for being here tonight. Toodaloo. Justin Brunk and mine in the ones and twos over here on the computer. Thank you for being here tonight from AO National. Oh, hey. Megan Broken from AO National. Thank you so much for being here. I will come back to you in one second. I'm Corey Donahue from American Outlaws National. Megan, if you could just take us out with the best one of the night, hit us. I think I already spent my best one, but I'll end on Chris Wanda Meowski. <laughs> <laughs>